As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. What can I say? I'm here today, and I can't wait to start uh, our podcast today. This is another song I'm trying out. If you like it, text me, I mean, sorry, email me. I love this one. I like it. It's a beat. It's fun. I'm excited about it. Just listening to it, I get excited. I like this song. I happen to like this music. Not a song, but music. It's a beat. It's exciting. And I like it. Anyway, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I know I greeted once already. Today I'm excited because I feel really good. My voice is back. I'm feeling energetic. And above all, I think I will talk a little more about last week's episode. I cut it short because my voice just could not hold up and... It was exhausting to keep working hard to try and speak clearly and with the excitement. First of all, my name is Frida Aglago. Thank you for joining me on Love, Forgive, Live podcast. I hope everybody had an amazing week and is happy because the season of giving is here. Yay! I love giving, so I it's one of the things that I look forward to doing because once I do it, I love watching the face of the person that I give something to just light up or the people around them just watching just light up. It, it's beautiful to watch that. Anyways, I love this season. It's an exciting time. I don't love the shopping, the stores, but I love giving. And what I do is I try to get things way ahead, like... October, September. Yes. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I get them way sooner than most people get into the store. And so by mid-summer, I start thinking about what I'm going to give to people. So I start looking for the things and shopping. And boy, oh boy, I think I've spoken too soon. But to me, that's what I do. 
because it helps me. So by the time the season starts, I'm not in a frenzy like most people would and going into stores where it's crowded and I don't do well with that. So I think um, doing things far ahead helps me. I'm babbling on and I'm not telling you the topic. The topic today is going to, there's going to be a three or maybe four, depending on how long I'm able to sustain the talking. Um, I try to go 45 minutes, but sometimes, yes, things might get exciting and I may go a little longer. But if I do, forgive me, it's fun. We get to talk and then you can let me know if you like it longer and then we can try and figure out to do stuff to keep it longer. Somebody discussed something with me and, um, I'm considering it, but I, that doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I'm just being respectful and understanding that that person had an amazing insight to give me an idea for the podcast. And I promised the individual I will consider it. I'll ponder on it and consider it. And what we were talking about, there were two things. Either do it as um, a meditation as part of the podcast or do a prayer I don't know which way I'm going to go and if I would do any at all. Um, I feel that's a personal relationship for every individual to go into and it's their choice to to do so. Um, one particular thing that I, I might incorporate this time um, is a little bit of the prayer because an individual was talking to me and we, we said something about... Uh, uh, what to say when you have a dream and especially when you go to sleep and you have a dream that is not so nice and scary what do you do because if some people feel it messes their day up and it kind of scares them what do you do so in light of that i'm i might share what um i share with this individual and say a little bit of that she happened to like it and said wow you should share that because that's a really good one i was like oh i didn't think i just spoke in a moment anyways so today's episodes i keep uh getting excited about all this other stuff um, i'll keep track of time there are three things like three i said three or four things one i will talk about um our purpose in the sense that how do we maintain focus on our purpose? Because that's important. We must do what we have to to stay focused. So that's not the first one. Number two, I will talk about your perception. How your perception determines your behavior, your actions, your life. Your perception, the thoughts you have in your head that you create ideas and, and, and behaviors from. Perception can skew everything for you or turn it right. And perception can even mess with your health. Perception can mess with your mental health. Perception can mess with your physical health. Perception can mess with so much more. That's why your perception it's very important. That's number two. Number three, I'll speak a little bit about the topic I spoke about last week, which is be responsible of the energy you enter a room with. 
Because that energy is what you're going to attract. When you enter an environment, that is what you're going to attract. So be mindful of it. Be present and be aware of the presence that you are exuding within a room. I'll continue with that. And number four. How your feelings can create perceptions that determine how you relate to one another. Your feelings. Mm. Is a catalyst. Your feelings. It's like the gas you put in the engine. The gas you put in a car. To rev up the engine. To start the car and let it run. And this one we are talking about is us, our body, our hearts, and what we do with it. So today's topics are loaded with really thought-provoking ideas, life observations that I have personally done and with clients. And of course, how we relate to one another. All these things will make sense. I hope they do make sense because these are stuff that are coming in for me to speak about. So the first one is, we're here to fulfill our purpose. We are here to do the work we came here for. We are here on planet Earth, Earth School, to work on our assignment because I keep saying this over and over and over. We are spirit beings having a human experience, having human experience that directly is related to our spirit. And for that reason, we must be fully invested, engaged, and focused on our purpose because we are here to learn, grow, and teach. Others may say, no, I'm just here to observe. That's okay. There are also some people who are here to observe. All right? Focus on our purpose is big. It's a huge one because we take part in a bigger picture. I believe I spoke about the tapestry, the universal tapestry that every single one of us is contributing their gifts, their purpose, their ideas, 
and growth that we came here with, working together to put this tapestry together. The fact of the matter is, you just have an innate ideas within you to create that, to bring forth this song, this dance, this beauty, this poetry, whatever it is that you came here to do, bring it forth. But you have to go in spirit, grab it, and produce it because it's not here yet. You are the vessel. You are the vessel who is going to bring it forth. You're very important for that matter. The goals you came here to achieve must be done. Nothing can stop you but you. If you choose to use your time on things off the world, and I'll be very clear about that. When I say off the world, I mean things that are on the surface. On a shallow surface. Where you don't allow yourself to get deep. You do not allow yourself to analyze the thoughts that are coming in. Ask questions. Grow with it. And these questions are very important because guess what? I asked these questions, so I said like I, I, I spoke about it before. I, I started asking these questions when I was very young, I think I must have been 13 or 14, based on the fact that at the time, I was going through tremendous trauma. And I was desperate to heal. I was desperate to feel good. I was desperate to have a different outlook on life. So what I did at that time as a child, 13 years old, going on 14, I started asking questions like, why am I here? What did I come here for? Who am I? And why am I going through this? I asked so many questions. And I recall asking my grandmother. Because I needed answers. I was desperate to heal. And I would go to my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. And I would say, Grandma, why? She says, Shroda, you're young. Actually, you're too young to be asking these questions. But if you're asking these questions, be aware of this. You may never get the answer. If you keep harping at it, you won't get the answers. You might go crazy. Literally, that's what my grandmother told me. And she's a brilliant woman. But at that age, that was the answer she gave me. And I believe, now when I look back, I believe she was doing it to try and spare me the heartache. To spare me the pain of not getting the answers I seek. To spare me the the disbelief that I couldn't get the answers from any human or anyone here on earth. And that was, oh my goodness, it brings back memories. It was almost debilitating. It bothered me. And mind you, I couldn't go and ask other people this question. My grandmother was the only one I really truly trusted to even have the nerve to be able to stand in front of her and ask that question or those questions. Everyone that I would go to, 
I just shushed me away. Said, oh, just go away. Get away. You're, you, you're too troublesome. You're too bothersome. You're too much. You ask too many questions. And here I was just a child, desperate. I was just a child, desperate, wanting to have some type of answers. I needed answers. I needed answers not yesterday, today. I needed answers now, right now, not tomorrow, not next time. Wait till you grow. Wait till you get to this age. I just needed answers. I don't know about you, but I was one of those kids that needed answers and I needed it now. And it was difficult. Now, these questions are extremely important to your purpose, to your life, to your being here, to understanding how you fit into this grand, grand picture or this grand plan of the universe, of the creator, of source, of God. And it created, um, for lack of a better word, a hunger in me. A hunger to seek, a hunger to learn more, a hunger to keep pushing. And I recall, even in my 20s, I always, always wanted to have that feeling of satisfied. And it never happened. It never happened. I was so frustrated. I would try and I would be like, okay, I just did this something or I just achieved something. I should be satisfied. But no. That just made me feel more hungry to go more, to ask for more questions and, and, and dig. I didn't want to waste time on the surface. I don't know why, but at that age, I was driven. I was going through a lot. I won't lie. However, it kept pushing me. To find out more. And I recall that. Once I. What if you could have a career. Where the opportunities. Are as vast as our nation. Where it's not about mission statements. But a shared mission. At US Customs and Border Protection. We go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore. Air to ground. Cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers. Are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply stopped listening to the the community voices let me explain that a little bit more when i say communal community voices or communal voices i don't know what happened to my tongue it got tied with community and communal <laughs> i tried to say the same word it's like i combined them to say it at the same time forgive my tongue twist twister or whatever it may be but when i mean by community voices or communal voices i mean the socially accepted behavior and answers and perceptions or whatever you may call it that the society has deemed acceptable or as a, a social norm. When that understanding starts infringing on your quest for growth, your quest for knowledge, your quest for wisdom, it is very, very, very difficult to try and go against that. And mind you, when you become one with the community or the socially accepted norm or the community voices. It pulls you away from that individual questions you continually keep asking that keeps coming at you because you are hungry for more answers. When you become one with the community voices, you're you're gone. You lose focus of what you came here to do. You lose focus on um, recognizing your place in the grand scheme of things. You begin to look lose focus on what you were working on in the first place, or who. You felt you could trust to ask questions and be ready and available to answer the answers that they will give you. You give up and forfeit all that. And that happens a lot. It happened to me in the past and it was a lot of work for me to re-acclimate to my original thought or my original Focus. If any of you out there is going through the pressure of the societal norms being imposed on you for you to behave out of that, for you to live out of that, for you to march according to that, and it's caused you to lose yourself, and it's caused you to feel lost, stuck and feeling unfulfilled or feeling 
and worthy of anything good. Understand what I'm going to say right now. Please, my brothers and sisters, hear me and hear me really clearly. There's nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. What you are beginning to feel is your soul crying out and saying, you are deviating from the path. You are deviating from the task. You are deviating from where we are supposed to be. From the assignment. So that crying out, that lost feeling is because you're feeling like you're pulling away from your purpose. The greatest thing is when you're on your purpose, there's something powerful that happens. It draws more to you and you start feeling more empowered, more fulfilled, more stronger. And when that happens, even though it seems like you're the only one walking that path, but spiritually and internally, you feel you are on the right path. You feel you're part of a bigger tribe. It's amazing. In the physical world, you pull yourself, you're getting pulled into the social norms for you to feel that you are part of a greater picture of a community. But it's strange. I It was mind-blowing when I became aware of that. I thought, oh my goodness. The actual fact of me pulling closer and closer and closer to community community's definition of norm of of accepted behaviors of norms was actually creating a deeper deeper separation and loneliness in me because guess what because we are spirit beings we recognize the work towards the purpose, the assignment. And so when that happens, let me tell you something. The angels are ready. Your guides are ready. All are ready. The creator is ready. The universe is ready to give you what you need to go after that assignment and get it done. That is why when you begin to pull away to join the social norm, the socially accepted behavior and and thoughts, you literally are making a decision to abandon, neglect what the creator has given you to complete your assignment. You are saying, no, I do not need this. Because I choose to go here. The strangest part of all this. That level of loneliness. And separation. Can create an immense pain. Oh my goodness. Immeasurable pain. And sometimes could result in deep, deep depression. Deep depression and even anxiety and fear. I have some people tell me it sometimes brings them panic. Every time 
that panic is your soul crying out loud. Oh my goodness. We are not where we're supposed to be. And it's almost like, even though time is not linear, time is always evolving. Time is cyclical. And it never ends. But somehow that fear begins to create itself in there. And then you start believing you're running out of time. You're losing. I recall this so clearly. And I'll tell you the story of my daughter at eight years old. This was, to me, I felt it was one of the most profound thing I have ever, ever witnessed. And up to this day, when I speak about it, I'm blown away how an eight-year-old would have that insight. I had done the night routine with my child and we did a, a routine you know the usual bathe story time snuggle and of course um, I, w- I would ask her three questions what was the best time of your day and she would answer it and what was not the best time what was not so best time of your day or not so good and she said that she told me what they were and then I asked her if you had a chance to do it all over again would you do things better tomorrow would you change anything and what would that be and she says yeah then I you know I tucked her in kissed her goodnight she did her prayers and I turned the lights out and turned on her little night light. And then I went downstairs. I sat downstairs. I don't know what I was doing. I, oh, I, I remember. I, I must have been watching something on TV or reading. Um, because I, I still recall there was some noise. It wasn't quiet. So I might have been watching TV or something. Then I guess by 9.30, I guess an hour after she was asleep, I think she was asleep, she comes back downstairs sobbing. I mean, I have never seen the sobbing. <gasps> Mommy. I mean, oh, she could hardly breathe and sobbing. I was like, oh my goodness, what happened? Did you have a nightmare? What's going on? You know what happened? This eight-year-old child had a panic attack. And she tells me, and I said, honey, what is wrong? Did you have a nightmare? She said, no. And I was like, what is it? What? She said, I, 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 I don't know. And I was like, okay, could you just tell me what made you cry? She said, mommy. And I was like, yes. She said, I have been here for eight years and I haven't done what I came here to do. I feel like I've wasted my time and I haven't I haven't done the job or the task that I came to do. I wasted my time. I haven't done anything. You should have seen me. I had the chills. My spine felt like this energy, this surge of energy just went through. The back of my hair was standing. 
my neck was like, what did I just hear this child say? And then she's saying it still and she's crying. So I, I go and meet her halfway through the stairs and just hug her and she clasps my arms crying even more and more. And I said, oh my goodness, child. Let's go and sit down on the couch. She said, I feel like I've been wasting time. I haven't done anything, mommy. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. I need you to breathe. She said, I feel like I'm wasting time doing all that. And I was like, we can, you can breathe. So I got a tissue and I cleaned her face and we talked. And she said, I really feel like I've wasted my time. I haven't done anything. And I said, okay, I hear you. And I don't fully understand how at your age you could have this strong conviction that you're to do something. You came here for a task and you haven't done it and you're wasting time. I don't know how and I don't understand that. But I hear you and I can only imagine how incredibly hard it must be for you to to know that you're letting God down. He said, no, I'm not letting God down. I came here for an assignment. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I said, okay, you're right. And she told me she felt she wasn't doing what she came to do. So she felt lost. She, she felt she should be doing more. She should be doing what she came to do. And I said, do you know what she said? Yes, I should be, I should be, I should be writing. I should be, I should be doing more. I should be doing the assignment. And I was like, like what more? She said, mommy, it's, it's more. There's something I'm supposed to be doing. And I said, okay, how about this? When you're having this strong conviction, and belief as deep in your core as it is, it means it's time to ask the questions. And she's like, what? And I said, it means it's time to ask the questions. She said, what questions? Mommy. And I said, hear me out here. It's time to ask the questions. Begin doing what you need to do by being still and quiet. First ask the questions and be quiet. And she's like, mommy, I don't understand. I said, okay, ask, what am I here for? What is my purpose? And I desire to know more. I'm ready. I want to know. And then ask for help. Ask the angels to show you. Then I told her, and I said, remember when you used to have your imaginary friends? She's like, yeah, there were so many, they couldn't fit in a room. And I said, okay. They all came here with you to help you in your assignment. Remember you used to see them, and I couldn't see them, but you saw them? And sometimes I would sit somewhere, and you'd be like, mommy, don't sit there. Kiana is there. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to sit there. I'm sorry. And I'll go and sit elsewhere. 
And she'll be like, be careful, you're about to step on someone. I'm like, okay. Okay, it's time to reach out to those angels and ask them for help. Ask them to help remind you your assignment, to help you to start on the assignment so that you will not feel so burdened that you are not doing what you came here to do. And then start praying. Start asking for help. And begin to say, I give my will and let the plan of the will of God be done. She said, you think it will help? And I said, I think so. I think if you're this panicked and scared and, and worried that you're not doing what you need to do, then it's time to ask the questions. It's time to get closer to the creator. You already are because it's in you and you are in him and you are in all. But now become aware and seek that personal relationship. Seek that and know that you will have help for your assignment. And she said, you think it will help? And I was like, yes. So don't worry. I am not the one who is going to tell you what your assignment is because only you know. But in order for you to remember, you need help. So ask for the ones who can help you. Okay? Your angels are there. They're there to help you. They won't deny you. And she was... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. able to pray, say a little prayer as she said, please help me. Help me, God. Help me start, start understanding and 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 grow so that I can learn more and do more. And she said so, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And she said, and let the angels watch over me and keep me safe. And everywhere I go, if I have the questions, I can ask, and they'll teach me. 
I said, good. And she said, mommy, I guess I should go to bed now. And I said, yeah, you have school in the morning. She's like, okay. So I picked, you know, we were, I went back to upstairs with her. And I talked to her and I prayed over her. And I told her I loved her and kissed her and, and talked to her. And I went downstairs and I was shocked to remember what just happened. To process it all. To make sense of it all. And I'm like, she's eight. Eight years old. Most people who think about these stuff are in their 40s or later. But this child was thinking this way. So, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to get at is this. Your purpose is within you. And you must focus on that. Don't waste time chasing after something that won't fulfill you. Just because it's a social norm or the community voice. Listen to the voice within. The still quiet voice within. That is the voice of God. That is the voice of the creator. That is the voice of spirit. Pure spirit. Pure spirit will guide you and give you the nudging. Allow yourself to respond to the nudging. Allow yourself to give in to that nudging so that you can become the person you were meant to be in the first place. I heard someone say, greatness resides within you and is waiting to be birthed into this world, into the universe. Allow yourself to give it all. Focus on you. Because sometimes we focus on what somebody's doing and that wastes our time. It takes us away from seeing what we do. And then guess what we end up doing? We start being judgmental of them. And so they're this, they're this, they're this. And the best part is this. You choose to not see and I'll tell you, it's a quote my daughter gave me. She said, the nose, this nose, mom, on top of in your face, your eyes can't see it. It can see it clearly, but it chooses to ignore it and act as though it's not there. And we do this very well. We start focusing on what somebody is doing whether they are dressed nicely, they're not dressed nicely, they're treating somebody, it's none of your business. They have a big house, it's none of your business. They're dressing in a certain way, it's none of your business. They're driving that car, it's none of your business. They're doing this, they're doing that. It is none of our business. Period. It's none of our business. Stay focused on your lane. Walk in your lane. Because if you don't focus on what you're doing and where you're going, you will be so busy. Here's the other thing. You get so busy criticizing, judging, disregarding everybody. 
and not focus on where you have to go and where you're going and what you're doing and how does that impact the world, the environment you're in? How is that? My brothers and sisters, do not waste your time on what does not serve you in your purpose. Because nobody's going to do, do it for you. Nobody's going to show you and say, oh, this is what you do. You must focus and go within. Ask the questions and be silent and grow. That's how you let your purpose become a reality. Topic number two. Your perception is what you begin to create a dialogue of behaviors that other creates peaceful thoughts or chaos. Your perception is what you begin to create a dialogue of either peace or chaos. It's very important. Your perception can give you pain. Your perception can create anger. Your perception can create something so deep and so dangerous that you can act out of it and destroy something or someone. Your perception will create a dialogue in your mind. This is the oh this is the scariest part about perception. Your perception will create a dialogue and you will dialogue within your mind alone with your own thoughts. Create strange dialogues that confirm to you or dis um or disprove what you're believing and perceiving to you. And out of that, you act out of it. And after you act out of it and you find out, oh, it was just my own perception, it's sad. Perception can drive you to kill. That's the sad part. That is the sad, scary part. I'll give you an example. Somebody was perceiving something in their head about whatever. And then someone comes and says something simple. Like, for example, hey, Johnny and Tracy are walking. Or just standing by. And then Johnny started looking at his phone and he's smiling and laughing. Tracy doesn't know what Johnny is looking at. Tracy then comes and says, You were laughing at me. And Johnny says, no, I wasn't. 
I was actually looking at my phone and smiling. Then she said, "If you're not, then that means you're probably then you're probably looking at you know texts or something a, a girl sent you, and you're just laughing at me, thinking you pulled a wool over me, and I'm a fool." Oy. Johnny insisted that's not what is going on. Tracy believes it is. She gets angrier and angrier because to her, what she perceived she saw him do just by looking at down his phone and smiling and laughing, she's believing he's laughing at her and taking it to heart and taking it personally and saying, oh, he's doing this to me. She gets angrier and angrier and angrier. The next thing she knows, she pushes John or Johnny to the street. And he gets hit by a car. She's still believing what she's believing. She said, search him right. The phone flies out of his hands. She's still believing. And she's like. Okay. She walks away right. And then pick up his phone. Because she's still believing what she believes. She picks up his phone. And look into the phone. And then she realized. It was a silly video. One of his boys sent him. And he was laughing. She was wrong. Then she says. Oh my gosh. What have I done? She acted out of her perception. Her perception literally is being driven by her ego too. Drove her to believe what she thought she perceiving is truth and created a dialogue, lies, and acted out of it. Now, Johnny is hurt and he's going to be in the hospital for quite a while. All that pain. The guilt she felt. The pain she felt. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. And then she started asking herself, why did I do that? Her perception. She perceived something that wasn't there. But because it was created by her, in her, and she believed it, and dialogued with it, and believed it all cold-heartedly, she acted out of that. And when she acted out of that, the results were dire. But it, look on the other side. If she had perceived that Johnny was right and what he was telling he wasn't lying to her. And it wasn't about her. And yes, it's possible he could be left without a video. Yes. That's exactly what he was doing anyways. It could have ended there. She would have been like, oh, let me see that video. Let me share with you this joke, this laughter. Please just share it with me. That would have changed the whole thing. See, the perception would have changed. The whole event of Johnny getting hit because she got so angry and pushed him. Into the on-running car. And the road filled with cars running. 
cars driving up, you know, in and out. Her perception caused her to harm somebody she cared about. Your perception can create some dangerous behaviors. And if you're one individual out there who comes up with all kinds of scenarios in your head and perceptions that means no sense at all, makes no sense at all, and then you try to go and confirm it by accusing people of it, and they tell you no, Please do me a favor. Stop yourself for a second and consider this question. I'm not in the person's mind knowing what they had planned, but they told me they didn't plan what I'm perceiving them to do. Why is it that I'm not believing them and I'm choosing to believe what I perceive as true? You know why you ask those questions or that question? You ask in order to debunk your own perception and allow yourself to hear something new and encourage yourself to be open to the truth and not get swept by the lies, by your perception. Is telling you in your head. Be present. For what is the truth. And let that. Guide you. Through. Your days. Be willing. To let go. Of the dialogue you're creating. Based on your own perception. And not projected that on others allow yourself to be open and flexible that that's the word be flexible be flexible to hear another answer another understanding another meaning or another explanation to what you're perceiving and recognize that it is wrong There's a certain level of humility that comes when you recognize you were wrong. Your ego wants to believe it's right at all times. So it'll fuel that perception. It'll literally give it more gas. But you literally need to take the step back and not allow ego to hurt you more. My brothers and sisters, your perception can do some dangerous things and your perception can do good things. The good thing is this. If you perceive that somebody is kind and loving to you, the strangest thing is you would also be kind and loving to that person. And you would become kind and loving to people around you. And as you do so, You feel good. When you feel good, you think even better. Your perception will be filled with joy. Or looking at, what do I need to do? I want to do something to make this person feel good. I want to do something to make them them have a great day. I want to do something 
So just bring a smile on your face. Just a little smile. That's what a good perception will do. But if you choose the perception of anger and strange dialogues in your head that feels nothing good into you or bring nothing good into you, you might want to double check on your thoughts. Now, my topic number three. I spoke about it last week, and I'll speak about it again today. When I said be responsible for the energy you enter an environment and a room with, it is so important and so crucial because when you enter with the energy of love, peace, joy, the mind of God, and understand. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Understanding that your time there is to create love, create good. Be that. Be Love, be good, be kind, be that. The moment you walk into a room with that, the beautiful thing is, I don't know how this happens, but it feels like other like-minded beings that have the same energy attracts you. They attract you so well. And you begin to even flourish more in that mindset of positive, loving, kind, gentle. Energy, you give it out. And it attracts you. You do more. And it fills you up. And you feel really good about it. However... As you do so, be mindful of this. It's creating a chain reaction. Because every single being around you that absorbed that and attached to you in terms of their energy drawing to you, it makes it fills them up. This is the beautiful part. It fills them up even more. And then they end up going out in the world and give more of that. Your chain reaction expands. This is how you expand on that love energy. This is how you expand on the peace energy, on the God mindset energy, on your understanding of goodness. 
when that goes for it expands 10,000 times that is the beautiful part of this and as that happens recognize this you are responsible for creating that chain that beautiful expansion of energy of the God spark, the Christ spark in all of us. As that expands, understand that you are responsible. If you should feel amazing, you should walk away from there feeling incredibly powerful and filled with love. And everyone around you through that feel good. They go out there and they say, when we get near this individual, I felt good. We felt amazing. I walked away with something. That is how we are to be. But when you walk into a room with disdain, anger, hate, harm, you will attract that and you will create more of that and infect other people. So your chain reaction is also going in the opposite direction. Destroying, harming. And when people go out there and they use that energy because they didn't feel good, now they go out there wanting to feel good, then they harm somebody. You are responsible for that harm. You are directly responsible for creating that ugliness, that hurt, that anger, that pain. Haven't you noticed what is happening in our world right now? We are filled with a lot of anger. And that is being taken into different environments and infecting them. Think about this. Look at the amount of hate we are creating now. And as that is happening, let me tell you something. On the other side, where love energy is going. The more you create the hate, the more love energy is going to come. Because guess what? Those who recognize the love strength, the love power, will become more loving, more kind, more graceful, more peaceful. Because no matter what we do, hate cannot stand in love. Hate cannot prosper in love. Hate cannot thrive. A heart that is made out of forgiveness. A heart that is filled and convinced out of my words are even getting lost. That is convinced or made of love. Has a complete conviction in love. That is completely steeped in love and forgiveness. Let me explain this. Cannot waste time on resentment, anger, hate, revenge, getting back, taking back, bullying, anger. Love has no time for that. It doesn't even recognize it. Hate, anger, flees. They disappear. In the presence of that, because out of that love comes the light. The light you carry within you. It shines brighter because that's how you are the light. You are the light of the world. 
Allow it to shine. Allow it to shine through the love. Allow it to shine through the peace. Allow it to shine through the kindness. That is how you create more. And you always hear this. Darkness cannot stand in light. Light drowns out darkness. Understand that. So be mindful of that. Make a choice. Do I want to make a choice to be, to give my mind and walk into a room with the mind of God? Or am I walking into a room with anger and disdain and hate? And let me tell you this. The negative stuff and darkness never produce anything good. It takes and destroys. Which one do you want to be? You choose. It's your decision. Make it work. But mind you, you will reap the consequences. So be mindful of this and choose what grows into good. But it's your choice. You're the one who is going to live with it. Ask yourself, what energy am I walking into a room? Into my little environment with? Is that what I want to produce? Is that what I want to be responsible for producing and multiplying, magnifying that? Ask yourself that question. And I promise you, you'll be amazed. I'm going on to the fourth topic. When you don't feel good, recognize something powerful is happening. When you don't feel good, you have the power to change that. Make a switch. The switch is yours. You can make it, but only if you believe that switch, you genuinely want it. You truly want that switch. You're not just making a choice to switch that feeling bad into something good, but do you choose it in order To change the feeling of feeling bad. Because when you change it by telling yourself this. I want to feel good. I'll give myself the chance to try or no to do what makes me feel good. And I'll choose to be present and not in the past. I will choose to live in the present. These three things will help you. Because it brings you right to this moment. So when that happens, you I'll give you an example. Because you're choosing to be present and not in the past. 
and you've already declared, I want to feel good. And you've already decided, I want to make a switch from this anger to feeling good or from this sadness. These three things. This is how it happens. You can get that choosing music to change it. The way that would be is because you decided you want to be present. You could be walking by because you've made a decision and a choice. Good music, something upbeat, fun, happy. So you keep bopping on it. After a while, you realize that the way you were feeling is gone. You're no longer feeling that. And for that moment, you raise your own vibration. You raise your own feel good for energy. Without anybody giving you anything else. Just listen to that good music. Good music will change that. Good music will change that. Studies have been done to show this. And it stops people from ruminating on what, on what brought them to this not feeling so good and feeling sad. Music, yes. Start dancing on it. Popping, whatever it is. Get into it. That moment, because you're living, you're choosing to live in a moment. You may be walking, you see a cute dog. You'd be like, oh, what a cute dog. Your hearts begin to feel good. And I've tried this. I, when I'm not feeling so good, I go for a long walk. And when I see a dog or I see a squirrel, I'll see a squirrel in the woods when I'm walking. And I'm like, oh, how beautiful. I know that moment. I could almost feel my heart being squeezed with love. Pay attention to nature. Pay attention to the beauty within you and around you. And be thankful for them. See them and admire it. See the sun and say it's beautiful. See things for what they are and begin to recognize the place they are in you, what they are doing in you, in your life. Where do they fit in your life? And where are you holding a place for them in your life? Once you recognize that, it becomes powerful. It'll serve your feel-good energy and increase your vibration to a place of peace. And recognizing that God already has your back. You can't fail. You can't go wrong. The sadness you're feeling at that moment or this moment is not going to last. But you have to make the choice to want to feel good. And I promise you God will bring the music, the thing. And that's the beautiful part. When you say those three things, you want to feel good, you want to make the switch, and you want to be in the present and not live in the past. Neither do you want to be chasing the future. You just want to be here. It's beautiful and it's amazing how things shows up. Be mindful of that. Because that also helps your health. It'll help your health get better because study has been shown that stress and anger can really physically hurt your body.
So why would you not choose? What will make you feel good? So that you, you lessen the pain. That you've been experiencing. This is important for our health, our mental health, our physical health. It's important for our families, for our community. And it's important for our careers, for the jobs we do. We can't play games for this. We've allowed bad feelings, sadness to ruin too much for us and then we ruminate on it and that simultaneously creates more pain and we get stuck in the loop it's not cool it's not good it doesn't help us in any way my brothers and sisters I hope today was worth it all this topic I've covered is worth it um I know I've rambled on more than an hour, so I will cut it short. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate your time to listening and being a part of the podcast, listening to us. Those of you who want to send me any kind of uh, questions, you want some answers, or you want there's a topic you want me to cover again based on the past topics you've listened to allow me to deal with it and talk about it and we will be able to do what we need to do um aside from that the (coughs) excuse me (coughs) the email address is destroying my hot tea is love l-u-v Four, the number four, give, G-I-V-E, at gmail.com. Love, for, give, live, at gmail.com. My name is Sora Aglago. Thank you for joining me on Love, Forgive, Live podcast. I'll be back here again next week, and we'll do this again. Thank you. Have an amazing week. I love you all. Because we are all part of the human race. So we are all brothers and sisters. I love you just because you are. Take care. Have an amazing day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.